Blog Talk Radio. Hello, good evening. This is the Royal Bluette. I guess they call it a podcast or a radio show. Okay, I was blocked off radio. I appreciate everybody who's on, if anybody is on. Uh, I know my wife is on. My middle daughter is on. I may even have a couple of grandkids on tonight. Um, Not sure yet, but I thank you for whoever is on. Um, I want to thank Chaos Block Talk Radio, which is under uh, Ed Oliver, for all that he do for all of us, uh, providing this platform uh, that we can get on and speak to people uh, about the goodness of Jesus Christ, about the goodness of what's going on in our lives, and and try to help somebody along the way. Um, Tonight, I think we're coming out of the book of Luke, uh, who was uh, a a physician, a doctor. But anyway, we'll go into that later on. I guess we will. Um, So anyway, tonight we're going to be talking about uh, I guess the birth of Jesus Christ uh, Who wrote it uh, Which is uh, St. Luke um, And we'll go from there So I'm going to pray us in Father God I thank you in the name of Jesus uh, For this moment I thank you for life, health and strength I thank you that you are incredible, God, and the only God. And I thank your son, Jesus Christ, for standing in the gap for each and every one of us, Um, that your wrath would not come down on us, but that your wrath uh, was endured by your son, Jesus Christ. Uh, May our words tonight help somebody. May our words tonight help even us. Uh, may it be clear. Uh, may God help each and every one of us in what we're going to say. Uh, may it be his wisdom and not ours. And let this platform be a platform that continues to go on forever as long as we live. And, Father God, I thank you for what you're about to do. I thank you in advance for what you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. So, Amen. Uh, let's see. Anybody got anything they want to say before we start? No, we're talking about his, um, his, um, how he was conceived. Not uh-huh. his birth, not his birth yet. I don't think his birth is in this in this chapter yet. Just how, um, the conception, how he was conceived. How he was conceived. Uh huh. Jesus Christ. Okay, we we probably not gonna get that far. We'll we'll probably be we'll end up in John. How how uh, John was conceived um, to Elizabeth. We're reading down to what like thirty. We just gonna keep going. It is about well, just Jesus. Yeah, just come on. Yeah. We're, we're doing what now? I can't hear you, Nani. Let's just go. Let's just get started. Let's just get, go yeah, ahead and get started. Ahead. 
No, let's, let's state what we're doing first. What'd you say, Nadia? I was just saying that mommy wanted to lead all the way down to, I believe it was, it, it did talk about Jesus. I was just saying that it did. Um, and it was talking about mm-hmm. how the angel came to Mary, saying that, you know, name him Jesus and whatever, whatever, whatever. She just was talking about the conceiving of Jesus, not necessarily him being born yet. All right, so this, so we're in, we're in St. Luke, first chapter. Let's, you want to just start at verse 19, Ricky, if we're talking about just Jesus? I didn't say just Jesus. You mentioned his birth. We're not talking about his birth, sweetie. I, I know, I know, Joe, you, you've corrected me. So, but you're talking about how he was conceived. Do you want to just go to how he's conceived or Please, start? Just get, start. Oh, just Let's stay on, on what we talked about. From one, we're going to read, read we're going to okay. read the, just go ahead and start reading. All right. So the gospel according to St. Luke, um, first chapter, verse one. For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us. Even as they delivered them unto us, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word, it seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first, to write unto thee in order, most excellent Theophilus, that thou mightest know the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. So I, okay. I, I, I do have to stop right there. Um. Luke, who was a doctor or physician to Apostle Paul, and from the beginning he was with Apostle Paul and followed Apostle Paul until the day of his death. Hold on one second. Of the phone ringing, and it was a it was it was Luke who wrote the book of Acts, the journey of the apostles and the apostle. Paul, right? So, but anyway, so what Luke now has gathered from being around the other apostles, when Apostle Paul was around the other apostles, because Luke was with Apostle Paul, he heard the eyewitness account of the apostles as they preached the word of God and as they talked about the word of God. So if we start again with what I just read, what Luke understood and knew and believed, and he said, for as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are surely, which are most surely believed among us, the apostles and him, even they, even as they delivered them unto us, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses talking about the apostles, and ministers of the word, which spoke the word of God, it seemed good to me also. That, that's, that, I can talk about this all night, just these first four verses. It seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of things, from the, of all things from the very first, to write unto thee in order. Most excellent Theophilus. Now, Theophilus is explained in the Bible or from the theologians or the scholars to not be a real person, 
but a person that was personally spoke to. And he's described as a scribe or a Pharisee or a Sadducee that had come to the belief in Jesus Christ. So, again, it seemed good to me also, having a perfect understanding of all things at the very first, to run into the in order, most excellent Theophilus. So he could also have been part of the government because he addressed him as most excellent Theophilus, right? That thou mightest know the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. So he was being taught also of one of the apostles about uh, the commandments and, I mean, about the faith in Jesus Christ. So I'll stop right there if anybody got anything else they want to say. Uh-uh, you're doing good. Go ahead. All right. Oh, I'm good. I'm listening. Okay, so we'll go back to St. Saint, Saint Luke. We're in the book of St. Luke at verse, uh, chapter 1, verse 5. There was in the days of Haraz, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the house of Abia was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Aaron was the first priest that God ordained to be the priest, and the priests after him um, were, were, were ordained to be priests in his family, right? So she was the daughter of Aaron or in his family, and we know that she was a great, 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 great granddaughter of Aaron. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinance of God, of the Lord, blameless. So they did what the Lord wanted them to do. And, you know, you can be chosen for, by God if you're just walking in his steps. And verse 7, and they had no child because the, that Elizabeth was barren, and they were both now, both now uh, uh, were now well stricken in years. They were old people. All right? Uh, and it came to pass that while he executed the priest office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of God. How many of you know in the church do what they're supposed to do or what they was ordained to do and not doing what everybody, you know, what they think everybody should be done? You know, everything should be. Well, anyway, let me, let me stop. Let me stop. And it came to pass while he executed the priest office before God in the order of his course. In verse 9, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. That was his job. That was what he was supposed to do. He was the one. Well, I, I still ain't going to go. There's so much in this. Just to read this and for me not to say nothing is, is hard on me. So anybody You're else doing anything good. You want to say? We're listening. We're listening. You're doing great. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, but, but, but you have to expound on a little bit of this because you're going to find out why God honored and favored them and how many times we're not blameless, we're not righteous, but we're wondering why things are not going our way. Okay, they were found blameless and righteous. And look, and he was doing his job, what he was called to do. And we're going to find out how God blessed them because they were faithful to each other and to the house of God. Okay? So go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So verse 9 of 
Luke chapter 1, according to the custom of the priest office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. So how many times have you, get, have you been given a job to do if you did? How many times have you been given a job to do and you did just that job? Not worried about doing somebody else's job. So, verse 10, and the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense, meaning they was outside of the temple <clears throat> praying. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zechariah, for thy prayers heard, and thy wife Elizabeth uh, shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. So evidently John and Elizabeth wanted a child. Evidently they wanted to have a baby. They were barren, or Elizabeth was barren. She did, she couldn't have children, and they were well stricken in years. They were old people now, right? And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord. All right, go ahead, take. I got to get this call, Rick. Okay, I'm sorry. What did he, he left off at 15? For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost even from his mother's womb. Now, Zechariah and his wife wanted a child, right? And he prayed, okay, for, for, for a child, right? So this is his prayer. This is Zechariah's prayer. He he prayed for a son. And this is the angel letting him know what not to do with his son. And many of the children of Israel shall turn to the Lord thy God. And he shall go before before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Now, this was um, the angel telling um, telling Zechariah um, what, what he was getting ready to do. I mean, what his son was going to do. Okay? And, and Zechariah said unto the, unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife will uh, well struck in, in age. I mean, in years. I'm sorry, in years. Now, did we just read what he prayed for a son? Now he's doubting. Now he's doubting. Now he's asking the angel, or telling, telling, pretty much telling the angel, I'm an old man, and my wife is just as old. How is this going to happen? We have to believe what we pray for. Now, if you're going to doubt in your prayers, then don't pray. If you don't believe your prayers, why pray them? Why pray the prayers for God to give you a child, but when it's time, I mean, when, when the angel come to you 
or the prophecy come to you, you know, that you're going to have a child and give you strict instructions on how to, how, um, what to do and what not to do with this child, you don't believe it. We can't waver. We can't waver in our faith. If God tells us um, to go or do or, or say um, this is going to happen, we have to believe it. We have to believe it, especially for something that you specifically um, pray for and you're asking God for. But a lot of us, we pray and don't believe. Well, no, no, it didn't, it didn't say he didn't believe. It was what his question was. Uh, he doubted. Whereby shall I know this? I'm talking about the people. He doubted. Whereby shall I know this? For I'm an old man, and my wife is well stricken in years, which is very understandable. Uh, being, you know, grown people and knowing where you are in life. So it was. He didn't. It wasn't that he didn't believe. It was just that. He's never seen old people have children. So that's where his mind is at right now. But the, the key here is that before he could take it further, before he could put more doubt on what he is understanding. Wait, wait, wait. You said more Don't doubt. tell me. Don't tell the <laughs> No, but he's still doubting. You, now you're saying more doubt. He's so doubting. the reason what I said was, Here's the question that Zechariah asked. Whereby shall I know this? How shall I know this? Because I've never seen this before that old people have children. That's why he said this. So that's where his doubt came in. It's not, and I said earlier that it wasn't that he didn't believe. He just had doubt. And that's what I said. Right. You No, you said that he didn't believe. No, sweetie, I'm talking about, I was speaking about us, how we don't believe. I'd already said he doubted. Yeah, but we can't, we can't, we, let's not put it in the context of not believing. Let's put it in the context of having doubt. I said that before, sweetie, and then I was talking okay. about us. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. okay. You were off the phone. I feel like, okay, yeah, okay. I feel like what I had, um, what I was about to say um, was that I like scriptures like this because it shows reality of our relationship and how human beings are that praying for this i've been asking for this or maybe let's let's not even say he's on his knees every single night praying what if it's just a thought and like a prayer of lord i really want this you know like something like that and it's just like now it's getting smacked in your face and it's like it's questions you know like how is this going to happen like yes i know who i serve i just came from i'm in the temple right now i'm doing what i'm supposed to do i have faith it's just like, how is this about to happen? You know what I mean? Like, it just shows I love reading the word because it brings things to reality and perspective of us. Like, it's like I said, like, you can be in your head, like, I really want this. But let's say it's smack dead in your face. It's like, like I said, it could be just questioning, like, how? How is this about to happen? You know? So we don't, and I do get what you're saying, too, of, like, how you're putting in perspective of how we can also begin to get just a little doubt in the situation of like, okay, like daddy said, I've never seen this happen before. So, you know what I'm saying? Can it? I know my God is able. I've been faithful. I've been doing what I'm supposed to do. It's just like, like I said, questioning. But see, you got to also think about uh, Zacharias and his, and his wife. You know, it doesn't specifically say 
when they prayed about it, they could have just been praying about it from the time they got married. Or they, and then it could have got to a part in their life where they're just thinking about it or it passes through their mind. Because, again, he's a whole man, she's a whole lady, and at a point you got to give up because you never saw old people have children at that point, right? So it's just a thought. It could be just a thought now. And I could be, and, and me, saying, myself, and my person. Yeah, exactly. So let's go to verse 19, how Gabriel, Gabriel immediately jumps in, the angel, immediately jumps in to settle why he's there, who he is, and where he be, and who he, he, what he's about. In verse 19 in St. Luke first chapter, and the angel answered and said unto him, I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God and am sent to speak unto thee and to show thee these glad tidings. So that right there is already reversing the doubt that he may have had at his age, at his wife's age, and who's talking to him. I stand before God. I'm in the presence of God. And verse 20, and behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak. Wait, 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 wait. I just wanted to say, wait, 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 before we move on. I just wanted to say, like, and sometimes it's good to, um, I don't want to say question God necessarily, but it's okay to have questions and to talk to God. Or, you know, in this sense, he's actually talking to an angel, but I'm saying putting it in our perspective. Mm -hmm. It's good sometimes to ask questions, you know, Lord, mm -hmm. you know, or sometimes he'll let you know, hey, um, like if you say, God, how is this going to happen? Sometimes he'll just not speak and you just got to watch how it happens. Sometimes yep. he'll throw breadcrumbs. Sometimes God will give you answers. Sometimes he will say, okay, my daughter, step right here. You know, so it's good to mm -hmm. have that relationship to where we can ask questions or it's okay to have a little, uh, I don't like, mm -hmm. I don't want to use the word that. I just say question just to understand and have a relationship with God because he will answer or sometimes, like I said, he won't. And you just going to have to walk out on faith. So when it goes further, when Gabriel talks to Mary, you're going to see she had a question. But go ahead, Rick. It goes back to another scripture, I think it's um, in Mark, or one of the Gospels, where it says, I do believe, but help my unbelief. Yes, yes, help my okay. unbelief. But the man, when he brought his son to be healed, and, yes, okay. like, Lord, I believe. So, <laughs> exactly. I do believe. But you have to help my unbelief. And that's where the Holy Spirit, and this is what it, I believe the angel came in and was helping his unbelief. And sometimes the, mm -hmm. the help don't come from us just shutting our mouth. Okay? And let God work. And we really get into to, to how God's working in the next, um, the, next, the next verses. But we have to sometimes just stand back and just say, Lord, I do believe. But just help that unbelief, the, the, the part that I don't understand. Uh, it's not that you don't want to, you don't believe, it's just you don't understand it. You don't understand mm -hmm. how it's going to work. Okay? Strong lady. And, uh, and so I guess in verse 20 where we left off, and behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed. 
because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. Now, the words of this angel, Gabriel, he knows. So that's why he committed to the saying of, uh, because thou believest not my words. So the doubt that we read earlier uh, in verse 18, the angel confirms it that he didn't believe. Okay? So what God had to do with Zacharias and his wife to bring forth John, he could not let it not be done. Zacharias, before he could say anything else, not only to the angel, but to the people that was waiting for him to come out to make this a situation that it shouldn't have been. So God prevented it by shutting his mouth. And God knows how Mm -hmm. to shut our mouth because we're going to say something so stupid to not stop the word of God from going forth, but hinder it from going forth Mm -hmm. or delaying it from going forth. All right? Mm -hmm. All right. I wanted to read real quick. Wait, we just read 20, right? Uh, Yeah. Okay, I wanted to read the version I have real quick. I'm at a stoplight. And now you will have and now you will have to be silent. You will not be able to speak until after John is born. That's because you will not believe my words. They will come true at the time God has chosen. No, that's because you did not believe my words. They will be, come true at the time God has chosen. <sighs> I love See, this good. part because mm-hmm, like I love this part because uh, like what's about to be done is so powerful that I don't need any interruptions. God, like there needs to be no disruptions in what God is about to do. And not saying we have that much power, but the power of God can be shown. Like all of this is written already. Or how do I even? I don't even know. I can't even put it into like I can't even put it into what I'm trying to say. Like all of this is part of the story, I guess you could say. But what's about to be done with John and Jesus and just this situation is just so powerful that there does, there doesn't be need to be any hindrances. And in our life, sometimes I don't even know. I'm not, I'm gonna let it ride. I'm gonna, maybe God will bring it back. What I was about to say. Hold on. I know it was another thing I wanted to say about. That's because you did not believe my words. I can't even remember, y'all. I'm sorry, but this is good. So you, you know, you 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 know, if if you got friends or so-called friends that you may have a discussion with, are you talking, you know, whatever, about something you know for a fact is going to happen, and they and they oh they call them haters, you know, and, and they go tell it a different way than what you said exactly what was going to happen. So God was preventing Zacharias because he didn't believe. The angel confirmed he didn't believe. So he shut his mouth so he couldn't change the way things were going to happen. And God intended it to happen the way he... Right. Huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. Yeah. God intended this to happen the way he wanted to happen. No delaying in this. Now, we know in in the book there's some delaying and stuff because of how people act. And how, what people say, God did not want to hinder this whatsoever. I don't need your comment. I don't need your input. Let me shut your mouth, and you watch how this works. And when John is born, I'm going to open your mouth so you can say what his name going to be, which is the name of John. So, yeah. 
So verse 21 of the one. Ricky, did, well, you, Ma- have Ma, did you have something to say? Yeah. Uh-uh. I'm good. So Luke chapter 1, verse 21. And the people waited for Zacharias and marveled that he tarried so long in the temple. You know, he, he, he would go. <laughs> anyway, that, that verse 21 is a whole other talking point, but I won't go there. But we're trying to get somewhere. Verse 22, and when he came out, he could not speak unto them. And they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple. For he beckoned unto them and remained speechless. And I can imagine and see that in my mind that he must have saw something because he's trying to, he's moving his hand and trying to say something but can't say nothing. He's, he wants to speak, but he's, he's beckoning with the hand. He's moving, you know, anyway, anyway. Anyway, so verse 23, and it came to pass that as soon as the days of his ministration were accomplished, he departed uh, to his own house. So he had did his part of what he was called to do in the temple, which was burn incense. He had burned incense. It don't say how many days. It don't say how many hours. But he had done his part or his duties of the position that he was manifested to do. Right? So verse 21. And after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived. Oh, my God. So what Gabriel had said oh, to him had came to pass in verse 24. And after those days, his wife conceived. Elizabeth conceived and hid herself five months, saying, Thus have the Lord dealt with me in the days wherein he looked on me to take away my reproach among men. So... Uh, it, it was not only her reproach among men, but his, but his, uh, her husband. He's stricken in, in years. She's stricken in years. They're old. They have no children. And in this time in history, people wanted to have sons to carry on their name. A lot had daughters to carry on their name to a certain point. But she was blessed to have conceived, as the angel Gabriel had said unto her. Thus the Lord dealt with me in the days wherein he looked on me to take away my reproach among men. So anybody got anything from that or anything to say? Yes, I did. Um, I'm going to go to 24 and 25. After God had shut his mouth, he went home and took care of business like he was supposed to. Okay? And um, You can't can't say but hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't say that he wasn't taking care of business. Remember? She I didn't say he wasn't. I just said he went home and took care of business after his mouth was shut. I didn't say what he no, was doing. No, 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 because the way you put that is that he wasn't the whole time. That's, that's. I didn't. I know, Ricky, 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 I Ricky, I yeah. know you didn't say that, but how you said it is what was received. Oh, sweetie. Lord Jesus. It's the way you put it. It's the way you put it. So it wasn't that he wasn't trying. And that's the way you put it. You say now that his mouth was shut, he went home and took care of business. That's what that means on what you said, just said. It wasn't that he wasn't. Okay. It wasn't that he wasn't taking care of business at home, but after his mouth was shut, he went home and took care of business. Okay? No. You so got Oh, Lord, Jesus Christ. That was, daddy, that was fine. Daddy, she said that fine. She said it's not that he wasn't before, but when it, it, Mom, her, she said they're not 
that he wasn't before, but after he his mouth was shut, he did. Like he she said that part. Okay. She said that she did. Okay. All right. Go ahead, finish. No, you you were talking about twenty four and twenty five. Go ahead and finish. Go ahead and read. Well, okay, I'm about to, okay. I just wanted to say that um okay, into perspective today. Um, basically, what I'm getting from this is that God. One of the things I'm getting from this is that God can do the impossible. So just to encourage anybody listening that's going through something that it may look like, Lord, how are you going to show up in my situation with, you know, asking questions. Maybe you find yourself in a place of questioning. Maybe you find yourself in a place of, Lord, I don't see how or, or you know what I'm saying, what could change about my situation to make it better. I don't even know what to do. My hands are up. I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to encourage somebody that. God can still do the impossible in your situation, and maybe you need to be quiet in your situation so God can work. You know, maybe instead of God shutting your mouth, you can just take this as some inspiration, and maybe if I shut my own, God could be able to move something. Maybe I have too much control, you know, to where God can't even get in and move or whatever. I'm just saying that, you know, just in, you know, now terms that God can do the impossible, that even if, like I said, like even with the situation of them being old, very old, and being able to bring forth a baby that has a mission and plan on his life. Like, it's like, Lord, you didn't just bless me with a baby. You blessed me with in this child. You gave me a, a plan for this child. It wasn't just a baby. Like, you gave me a plan with this child, very strategic. He needs to do this. He needs to not do that. You gave me a purpose with this baby, you know? So God can turn whatever situation you're in around and make it ten times better than what you expected. So just to encourage somebody of, you know, what could you possibly maybe get from this if you ain't got nothing yet? Because I said there's, there's, there's different, you know, um, different, what's it called, different descriptions or different, different lessons in these stories. But one of them can be for you if you're listening, that God can do the impossible. So stay prayerful. Keep your eyes on God. And, you know, maybe if you be quiet a little bit, God can work. If you be quiet a little bit, God can move because maybe you're the one, you know, adding confusion into the situation or whatever. So, yeah. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Well, no, they, we can't end. Well, they didn't, I'm not, I, was on, I was on mute when I said that, so I'm going to say what I said. I said we're going to end this. Uh, when we before we get to Mary and the angel Gabriel, because that's a whole another thirty minutes or hour. We have another thirty minutes, sweetie. Okay, so Saint Luke, verse, I mean chapter one, verse twenty-six, and in I'm the sixth month, the angel, huh? Hey. Just slow, slow down, sweetie. Slow down. On 25. Well, that's what I was asking you to do was to go ahead and finish 24 and 25. Okay, sweetheart. Just please, just roll with me. Please. Just roll with me. Okay. Just roll with me. I can't. Uh, okay. 25. Thus have the Lord dealt with me. In the days wherein he looked on me and took away 
my reproach among men. After God shut, um, sometimes God is going to shut our mouths as well. Okay, He's going to deal with us. Okay, He's going to deal with us. She had to. She hit us. She hit. Um, what she she hit for um for five months. Sometimes we just have to just sit back, let God deal with us and what we're going through and and our issues and learn how to keep our mouth shut as well, okay, and remain faithful. Well, I just want to encourage somebody. I want to speak life into somebody right now, okay, or tonight, because sometimes if we just remain faithful and not only to our families, not just um, um, uh, faithful to our families, but to the house of God, to our communities, to our jobs, wherever we find our feet, wherever we find ourselves going. Okay, remain faithful. Okay, and whatever. Because God going to deal with us. God, and a lot of things happen to us not because of the other person or because they did this to us or they did that. It's to show us what's still in us. And a lot of times if we just stay silent as women, we can get a lot of things accomplished and let God deal with us, like verse um, 25 says, okay, and let the Lord deal with us. Because he will deal, deal with if we just be silent and just be quiet and set ourselves aside for a little while. I'm learning how to be not so busy, okay, and, uh, and just, you know, always going and always doing. I'm learning how to relax. Now that I don't have my kids here, it's easier for me to relax and find time and let God deal with me because I'd rather for God to deal with me, you know, because um, the world's humility is different from God, okay? And God will, we're going to see how he just take her situation, how people was looking down on her because she wasn't there, how she's going to be, how she was blessed being obedient and staying faithful to what God called her to do. And that's what we have to do. And sometimes we have to uh, we have to ask, you know, and remain just just listen, just remain faithful, whatever you do, whatever you find your hands to do, do it to the glory of God. Don't worry about getting no glory from man because man will fail you every time. Do it to the glory of God, and believe me, when you give him all the glory and all the honor and all the praise, he's gonna make whatever whatever you're doing great. We don't have to try to make a name for ourselves. God has our name in the Lamb's Book of Life, and that's what I look forward to. Go ahead, Tate. All right. So Luke chapter 1, verse 26. And in the sixth month, of, and in the, sixth month the, uh, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. You got anything to? Uh-uh. And the angel came unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. You got anything to? Okay. Now, she was troubled as well, right? She was troubled just like um, Zacharias was, was troubled. But you're going to see the difference between her troubles and, and, and Zacharias' troubles. Go ahead. 
right. And when she saw him, she was troubled in his sayings and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou art found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus and shall be great and call the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. Anybody got anything? Mm-hmm. Keep going, keep going. Keep going. Good, Nani. And he shall reign yeah, over the house. Okay, thank you. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom shall be shall have no end. Shall be to uh shall shall I'm sorry. And Jacob and he shall reign for in the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost should come upon thee, and the power of the highest should overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing that should be born of thee should be called the Son of God. Anybody got anything? Well, she just had a question as well. She asked a question. Go ahead. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she have also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God there shall uh, for with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word, and the angel departed from her. And she what is this? She's agreeing with the angel? I mean if if I mean if you said it if if it um according to the word um, thy word, she's believing. This is her believing right now on what the angel was saying. So she had the question. She pondered. She's like, what's going on in 29? She's asking, what's going on? She asked the question in 20, um, 35. Now she's, um, that, just tell her, whatever your words, whatever the, your words say. So she's agreeing with the angel in, uh, at 38. Go ahead. Verse 39. And Mary rose in those days and went into the hill country with with haste into a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake hold out on, with the Lord. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, after she believed what, what the word of God, she didn't just go. She didn't just went. I mean, she didn't just go, she didn't just, you know, just go. Haste. She went with haste. She hurried up to visit Elizabeth. Go ahead. And she spake with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believeth, for there should be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Stop right there. And this is our, this is our, the whole message here. This is the whole message. Do you have anything to say with, with these um, last verses? With the baby leaping, with um, um, blessed are thou among women. I mean, do you have anything to say? With um, 
between what is that? Thirty nine and forty five. Um, Victor, uh, Vanessa, no, no, uh, I'm, no I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Okay, so with all that being said, in forty-five, five again, and blessed is she that believed, for there should be a performance of those things which were told of her, told her from the Lord. Oh, I just, when you just read it again, I just realized that when I went to this event on Saturday, we had to pull a random scripture, and that was my scripture I pulled. That is so crazy. Because once, I don't know why we read it again. Ring a bell. But yeah, that just happened on Saturday, too. I just pulled that scripture. And that was a scripture, that was a scripture she told me to meditate on for the week. (laughs) Exactly. And did you meditate on it? Yes, I did. I did. And God just, but I got a whole nother, it's kind of off topic. Well, it's on topic, but no, off it's topic. Okay. Just about, you know, just about God, um, us believing in the promises that God puts on our life. Like, you know, just, just really believing in your heart. Hold on. I'm trying to get out the car. Just, um, believing in the promises that God puts on your life. That was really the whole, just what I, you know, what I grasped in it. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's about. God wants to have so much faith in him and his word. And so many Christians walking around, including myself, sometimes I doubt, even with the event that I I just did Tuesday. I had a little bit of doubt. I knew it was going to come together, but I didn't know how. And because we don't know how and we don't see the ending, God knows the beginning from the end. Okay? We just have to walk in the favor and in the blessings that God has given us and believe in every word in this that he's written for us. We're going to have some doubt, but like I said, ask where that unbelief, some of that doubt come in at. Lord, I do believe it. I have the craziest faith that I, crazier than anybody I know. But even just on Tuesday, I was, I was kind of hesitant on how this was going to take place. After all my kids, well, I, I won't say all, but the one, the least one that I thought wasn't going to be there, he showed up and nobody, none of my other kids did. It, it, they had good reasons. I'm not saying that they just didn't show up. They had good reasons, you know, not to show up. And I wasn't ex- expecting them to be there uh, uh, under the circumstances. But the one that I didn't expect to be there showed up. And we have to stop take our expectations off, I won't say expectations, I'll say take the limits off of, off of, off of things. Just take the limits off. God don't have no limits. God don't have no, 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 uh, take him out of the box. Believe in those things that he put in your heart. If he told you, if you've been praying for things, believe that it's going to come to pass. If it's in his will, if it's in his will, he's going to, um, um, let's just, let's come up to where God is. Let's come up to where God is. Let's, let's be faithful, you know, let's be faithful in what he's called us to do. Um, let's be the hands and feet that he called us to be. 
you know, let's love, let's give. You know, this is supposed to be the season of giving and loving. It's, this season should be all day, all year. Okay, we should feel this feeling all year. It shouldn't be just December that we feel like giving or doing or helping people. We should have that feeling all the time. Okay, why God had me to stop here, not even knowing, you know, this is, um, that uh, this was Vanessa's um, scripture, and I specifically um, wrote in my book to stop at 45. But when I tell you God is good, God is awesome. And if you don't know him, please get to know him. Please get to know him. Because guess what? He's waiting on you. He's waiting on you. He's right. He's, 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 he's there with his arms open wide. And if you don't know him, I, I, I beg you, just ask him to come into your heart. Come into your heart. Lord God, I believe that you died and you rose on the third day. Lord, come into my heart. Lead me. Guide me. Show me. You know, put people in my path that's going to help me, you know, um, with my walk. With me getting to know you, okay, and get on your knees. Lay while you laying in your bed. You don't have to get on your knees. Get on your knees, but laying as you laying in your bed at night or in the morning before you even start your day. Lay in the bed and ask God to help you through your day, and He will help you. He will. And if somebody cuts you off, and, and you know, or something, um, some things happen in your day. That's not for that person to get. Don't give them the satisfaction of getting a part of you, you know, riled up. It's just God just showing you what you need to work on. It's not even about the other person cutting you off. It's, it's, it's about how you reacted when they cut you off. God is showing you what's still in you, that what you need to work on. So let's not make it about the other person when things happen. Okay? This is a personal walk. It's not about what the other person done or what they said, or what, you know, how they felt, how they rolled their out. No. If you roused up or got angry because something happened, it's not for the other person. It's for you to work on, okay? So um, that's, uh, I guess that's going to end our, um, our broadcast on the night. If you want to close this out, sweetie. No, go ahead, sweetie. Well, I just want to thank um, Elder Oliver. Uh, for this platform, I want to thank my family. I want to thank God for just allowing our family to go through, you know, what we go through so we can share with others, you know, and, and, and getting to know him, you know, getting to know ourselves, getting to know each other, and just and just loving, loving, just, just showing love, just being love and being in the hands of peace that he called us to be. So I'm going to pray us out, and I just want to uh, just thank God for it. Um, just allowing us to, you know, to be the vessels that he called us to be. Well, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for another um, um, broadcast on tonight. Lord God, we just want to say thank you for um, for allowing us to be the hands and feet that you called us to be, Lord God. Continue to bless the people, Lord God, everyone under the sound of my voice to be the best that they can be. Lord God, help them with their, um, with their belief, even their unbelief, Lord God. Help us all to come higher, Lord God to where you are, Lord God. And we just want to say thank you um, um, for yesterday. We want to thank you for today. We want to thank you for tomorrow in advance. And, Lord God, we're just looking um, to do great things for you. In your name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.